Hey guys, it's Simi and this is Brussling Unlimited as it's Monday and this is the wrestling wrap up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy to watch video. Of course, today's show does go. We got a bunch of things to talk about. We're going to talk about what we're hearing as far as the rumored matches for Backlash coming up on May 6th. One WWE superstar announced this morning they signed a new multi-year deal. What's going on with Bailey and Drew McIntyre? Kenny Omega's next big challenger is going to be figured out here soon. G1 details have been given and so much more because, again, this is the wrestling wrap-up. A bunch of news to bring to you in one easy-to-watch video every Monday and Friday morning, usually between 11 and 11.30 a.m. Pacific. But today I'm going a little later because, as you see, it looks a little bit different. You guys might not be able to tell. My lighting is different because I got new big-ass lights. I got new big ass lights and I'm still trying to figure out how I want to set these ones up to look good. Cause as you see, if I look up too high, you get the light glare in my glasses, but then you would say, well, raise the lights up. If I do, then I get more shadow off the hat. So that's the problem. Plus I got another light that I'm going to add here to the background to maybe like give a strobe effect, something we'll figure it all out. But that's why I was a little bit late today. Because we were playing with some stuff. Trying to make the stream look better for you guys. And so forth. Plus I was speaking with. I was on a deal. A call or whatever. With a client that I'm doing graphic work for. So that mixed in with. Trying to get the lights set up and everything. Pretty cool. Let's see if I can show you one of the lights really fast. If my camera will let me switch over. Like. Because I don't want to pull it off the tripod or anything. But we got big old lights that look like this now professional looking lights compared to and now i'm just breaking everything tripod's gonna fall over uh oh yeah uh oh i broke it all oh yeah this tripod is not wanting to stay compared to the lights i used to have which these small led light panels but i bet none of you guys really care about any of that now let's readjust that up there we are not perfect, but I'll fix it later. We're good enough for now. Uh, since Saturday says, oh, really? Far? Far what's the same old lights? I don't understand your question there. But yeah, you saw the new lights over there. They got like the doors on them that I can focus the light more compared to just these LED light panels. There's that are really good. But these are bigger studio lights that's supposed to, you know, just give a different, better, more professional looking vibe. But with that, like I said, we got a lot to talk about. So if you are watching live, thank you. Whether you're doing that on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, or you're doing that on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube and you missed any of the show, you can go back and watch later because you can always watch it anytime later on YouTube, and you can listen. Now, you can listen anytime um, on podcast platforms all around the globe, like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Um, Kevin says, what happened to your hat collection? It's in storage right now, because as you can tell, I live in a new place now, and this wall is not big enough for all them light, or for all the hats. So, so yeah. Not all fitting right. But once I do get a new place eventually, still looking, then we'll figure it all out. But with that, guys, 
Or if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. Remember, you can subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, if you're watching on YouTube, you can hit that join button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks, for Rocket League, Fortnite, or Fall Guys, use this code right here, TWUnlimited, at purchase, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Remember right now, if you claim any of the free games like Dying Light Enchanted Edition or Shapes, well, you're supporting us, and it doesn't even cost you a penny. It doesn't cost you a penny. I mean, you can get The Sims 4 right now on the Epic Game Store for free. Put in this code, and you're supporting us and not paying anything. Anything. Downloading Valorant, Multiverses, Rogue Company, Roller Champions, all free on the Epic Game Store. But it still let you put in the code to support us. But with that, We got some stuff to talk about as far as a backlash does go. Our opening story has to do with some stuff we are hearing as far as backlash does go. I don't know how much of this has been put out. And this is all stuff that I have heard from a source over the weekend pertaining to matches that could and have been pitched for summer or for backlash. So we do know that WWE backlash is coming to us from San Juan, Puerto Rico on May 6th with that. A number of matches are already in the works for that show, as they should be, since that show is one, two, three weeks away. So it looks like a few WrestleMania rematches, sort of rematches, could be taking place on that show. We have heard that something with Trish and uh, Becky and Lita and Damage Control could be happening. Not sure exactly what combination of all of that but something with those six women or some of those six could be happening on the show another rematch that has been pitched for backlash is bianca belair once again defending the raw women's championship against oscar now that match has just been pitched i haven't been told if that match is like a hundred percent happening in the works but i was told that that match is something that has been pitched as far as um What's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? This is most likely the match to happen. And moving forward, another match that is somewhat of a rematch from WrestleMania would see actually a rematch from Clash of the Castles. Gunther is slated to be defending the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus as we kind of first saw built up or back up or however you want to call it last week on SmackDown. Last week on SmackDown, it was Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes. Brawling Brutes did pick up the victory over Imperium, and that led me to thinking, hey, could this just be 
them having Sheamus get a big win over the group, and then Sheamus eventually challenging Gunther again for the belt. Very possible. Something that has been discussed. Also, another thing that has been discussed that was, I guess you could say, kind of set up and built and started to flesh out last week on SmackDown is a six-man tag team match that would see the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens teaming with Matt Riddle to take on the team of Jimmy and Jey Uso and Solo Sokoa. So that is another match that is a sort of WrestleMania rematch, but not fully. Now, matches that are new would see Rhea Ripley possibly defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Zelina Vega. That was teased last week on SmackDown during the, I guess you could say, Ray and Santos versus Judgment Day match. They had some back-and-forth interactions between Rhea and Zelina, and that could be all to set up Zelina challenging Rhea. And it's just being a, someone Rhea can beat in her first defense. Also, it does look like Cody Rhodes will be taking on Brock Lesnar based off of Brock attacking him last week. And we basically already know this one. Bad Bunny teaming with Rey Mysterio to take on Dominic and Damian Priest. But here's the thing. Here is the thing. I have heard that they don't know what's going to main event. That many are pushing for the Bad Bunny match to actually main event backlash. But some are saying, nah, it's got to be Brock and Cody. Some are saying Brock and Cody, but I think more are pushing for the Bad Bunny tag match with Ray against Judgment Day to be pushed for that main event slot. Since they are in Puerto Rico, Bad Bunny is the host of the show, and it would make sense for the live audience for sure for Bad Bunny to be in the main event, for Bad Bunny to main event the show. So that is everything we are currently hearing. Oh, whoa. That is everything we are currently hearing regarding tonight's Friday, or, or not tonight's Friday Night SmackDown, regarding to uh, the Backlash show on May 6th. Give me one second, because something might be changed for Raw. So before we went live, WWE.com was advertising the Riddle versus Miz match. Now they're not. That match is no longer advertised on WWE website. Let's go on Twitter and see if maybe they've said anything. Okay, hold on. Huh. I'm going to send out a tweet and see what people say. In the last 20 to 30 minutes, WWE has removed the Matt Riddle versus the Miz match from the hashtag Raw preview on their website. Now, let me see if WWE has posted anything saying why this match isn't happening. Huh, this is interesting. This is very interesting. Because this, on WWE's website an hour ago, there's a picture of Riddle dressed up like, or there's a video when Riddle dressed up as Randy with the mustache and the goatee and everything. And it says, I was busy doing Viper stuff with Super King... Bros returning to action live tonight on Raw. 
take a look back at one of the bros' funniest moments. But they don't say that's against Miz, which is very interesting. Uh... Would be on Raw, but did not say it was Miz. All right, give me two seconds. I'm going to screenshot some of this. So my video might freeze for a moment. This is very interesting actually very very interesting to be completely honest so we're gonna see if we can get some info on this while we're live so let's post this tweet and see what we find out <clears throat> um Why is that not working? Tweet does not want to send for some reason. Let's refresh it. All right. Um, okay, there it goes. Now the tweet's sending. I think it was because the image I added to it wasn't fully loaded. Okay, so let's send that. And WWE.com has nothing on there of this match, right? But it's interesting that they say Riddle returns to action tonight. But then doesn't say it's against The Miz, which is very concerning for The Miz. So I'm a little flabbergasted on what... Is a hundred percent going on right now? I don't know. And now, well, we'll all find out together, hopefully. This is again super interesting that they are saying Riddle's going to be on the show, but not against who anymore. And in the last twenty minutes, because I checked it right before we went live, and we have only been live for about twenty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes. The match was pulled about twenty to thirty minutes ago. Huh. This is very, very interesting. Hopefully Miz is okay, and they didn't have to pull Miz. They're still advertising. Oh, crap. Let's see. All right, so let's move on to our next story here in a moment. Next one. Uh, Rat Riddle versus... The Miz match from there. Hashtag WWE Raw. From the Raw preview on their website. Also an hour ago, they tweeted Riddle will be on Raw. But did not say against who. Interesting. I spelt interesting wrong. So it says right here, Riddle will be back in action tonight. 
be in action. Yeah, so this is very interesting. See if we get anything, if anybody's saying anything. But we're not seeing anything, so that's the interesting, kind of concerning stuff. <clears throat> so as we... Um, As we move forward, can confirm Vince is not at Raw. So don't go, oh my God, they pulled Riddle's match. Vince, blah, blah. I can't confirm. I was told. And Dave Meltzer also tweeted six minutes ago. Because I was I was told here in a DM um, two minutes ago, right when we start saying that the Miz thing was pulled. Uh, source tells me Vince has been in, uh, source tells me Vince informed the crew that he doesn't plan on interfering with creative going forward. Dot, dot, dot. Some are still skeptical. Dave Meltzer then tweeted out, Vince isn't at Raw in Seattle. So there we go. There we go. I wonder what's up with the riddle match. But also someone said something about a Bianca match. That's not confirmed by WWE. That's confirmed by Works Wrestling. WWE has not said anything about a Bianca EO match for tonight, but Work Wrestling has. Really? Now websites are tweeting out, oh, breaking news, Vince isn't at Raw. Well, just because Meltzer tweeted that doesn't mean it's actual breaking news. Anyways, back to the actual news. As one WWE superstar revealed this morning that they have signed a new multi-year contract with the company. Uh, social media superstar and WWE superstar Logan Paul revealed this morning that he signed a new contract with WWE following last week's WrestleMania. WWE and ESPN describes this as a multi-year deal as the previous deal was thought to have been a multi-year deal, but it was really just a one-year deal. Uh, ESPN has a write-up about this that they actually spoke to Logan Paul in as ESPN's Mike Cooper, uh, Coopering, Cooperinger, Writes the following. Logan Paul has re-signed with WWE on a multi-year deal. Paul and the promotion's chief content officer, Paul Triple H Levesque, told ESPN. Paul, a social media star, made his in-ring WWE debut at last year's WrestleMania with a tag team match alongside The Miz. Paul went on to defeat The Miz at SummerSlam in his first singles match, then challenged WWE's top star, Roman Reigns, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship in November. Paul impressed with his eye uh, with his eye popping high flying moves and is already considered the best celebrity turned wrestler ever. At WrestleMania 39 earlier this month, Paul once again delivered an excellent match. This time against Seth Rollins, and now Paul is committed to WWE appearances going forward. I feel incredibly blessed to have found something that I'm good at. At 28 years old, Paul said, and the fact that the organization believes I'm good enough to continue hopefully building this WWE legacy is mind-blowing. And I'm incredibly grateful and incredibly blessed. And as long as I can, uh, and as long as I can keep putting on good shows, man, I'm going to keep doing this sport. Triple H spoke on this, stating, quote, Logan has just been a game-changer. I mean, he's probably the most natural guy I have ever seen. It's almost like he was made for this business. Just big, uh, just being natural as far as talking and being on camera. He's so good at that. And then 
his athleticism is just next level. He's exactly the kind of guy that I look for as a WWE superstar. Whether he was an influencer or not, he'd be the kind of guy I'd look for as a superstar. This is Paul has sporadically appeared on WWE weekly television shows like Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, as Paul stated. I do show up, and it's memorable. We want to make them impactful as far as his appearances on WWE television. Uh, Paul would also go on and state, it's hard to do, uh, when speaking of being a regular, he states, it's hard to do that when you don't have a long, uh, long contract with a piece of ta- uh, long contract with a piece of talent, or you're talking about putting a guy over who may be there next year. The idea with a multi-year contract was to get really creative around the story that we're telling as my professional wrestling career unfolds. Being the hyper ambitious person that I am, I'm going for a belt. I wouldn't have signed a contract, this contract if i didn't think i was capable of getting a wwe belt i think i'd be the i think it'd be the coolest thing ever i'd love to have it on my resume and i'd love to show every kid around the world who watches wwe that you can achieve anything now on that before i keep going i have a friend that his son turned 10 over wrestlemania weekend and he said what do you want to do for your birthday and his son was like i want to have a party i want to have a sleepover for some of my friends to come and watch wrestlemania and his dad's like, cool, invite five, six, seven friends or whatever, camp out in the living room, we'll all watch WrestleMania and this and that. He said that those kids above anybody else thought Logan Paul was the coolest guy on the entire show, that they all wanted to be wrestlers like Logan Paul. They all wanted to be social media guys and YouTubers like Logan Paul. That ki- These kids loved Logan Paul. So then I watched WrestleMania with my son. Now I'm watching it three days later, my son... I was with his mom over WrestleMania weekend, so he didn't watch it then, and I watched it with him later, a couple days later, because he wanted to watch it. And I swear to God, when Logan Paul came out, that was the one that he liked the most. The match, and just the everything to do with Logan Paul. But it also could have been the Prime costume, because then as soon as the match ends, he goes, can I get that costume for Halloween this year? Like, now my son wants to be a big Prime bottle for Halloween. But kids love Logan Paul. Kids age range that I know of, 8 to 13, think he's like the coolest dude in all of WWE. They've got something there with Logan Paul. Um, When asked about his knee injury he suffered last year going into this week's WrestleMania, Logan Paul stated, I was worried that maybe I was too fragile for this sport, having a lot of self-doubts about my vessel and my body's capability to withstand the type of damage that you have to take in this sport. You have to be durable to be a wrestler. After this WrestleMania, when I walked away unscathed, like I'm telling you unscathed, the next day I could have ran a half marathon. I got a lot more confident in my longevity in this sport. There's a way to do it. There's a way to perform where you mitigate athletic risk, and I'm going to find it, and I'm going to go for the long haul. So Paul saying that he wants to go for a belt and that he's feeling good and this and that, awesome. What belt does he go for? I don't know. Maybe he challenges Theory and becomes the one to take the U.S. title off of Theory. That'd be kind of cool. I don't see him taking the world title. I mean, he didn't beat Roman last year. I don't see him taking the world title off of anybody. Maybe he gets a partner and challenges for the tag titles. But I could see him maybe one day getting that WWE United States Championship or the IC title after it's off of Gunther. I don't want Logan Paul or I don't see Logan Paul beating Gunther. 
But I do want to say congratulations to both Logan Paul and WWE for making this deal happen. Congratulations to Logan Paul for getting the multi-year deal. But also, congratulations to WWE for keeping Logan Paul locked down. Because that's a big one. But as we move forward, there's some talk last week about one WWE superstar who fans thought could have been leaving because of a tweet she sent out, and that's Bailey. But it looks like Bailey isn't going anywhere, according to a new report from Mike Johnson over at PW Insider. Johnson writes, in regards to Bailey, who we have gotten a lot of emails about, sources indicate that there is no expectation of her leaving the company. So it would appear everything on social media is simply Bailey building budge, buzz, not a sign she's actually unhappy or that her creative is being dropped. Bailey is at tonight's Monday Night Raw. No word if she's going to be used on the show or not. As far as Bailey not being used on last week's Monday Night Raw, coming out with damage control and the word of her being pulled last minute, where it actually was that once that tag match was made and the decision was made for damage control not to win, they decided Bailey shouldn't go out there because we have big plans for Bailey right now, and we don't want Bailey to be in the corner of the losing team and be seen as a quote unquote loser herself. That's everything going on with Bailey. Nothing is wrong. Everything seems fine. Bailey, WWE, go forward. She's not leaving. People, stop your stupid rumors on Twitter. Oh my God, Bailey's going to leave. Bailey's going to walk out like Mercedes, Sasha. Da, da, da. No, doesn't look like any of that is going to happen at all. And that they've got big plans for Bailey. They really, really do. Speaking of someone whose contract is coming up soon, that's Drew McIntyre. It was reported last week that Drew McIntyre's contract is up at the end of the year. He's got about nine months left, and we have a little more info on that contract, as Dave Meltzer noted the following. Uh, he talked about um, Drew missing last week in WWE as far as being out with the illness and the contract stuff, but Dave did state, whatever it is, it was there before WrestleMania because he worked through WrestleMania and did the WrestleMania match with whatever the situation is. So basically Meltzer there is saying, yeah, Drew's sick right now, but he worked Mania sick with, with whatever this health issue is because he wasn't missing Mania. He states that, quote, the injury or the bang up or whatever it is, he was going through and making and made sure he worked mania even though he was dealing with this. I don't know how long he's going to be out or anything like that, but that's the situation. And there's the other situation, which is the contract situation, which isn't really related to this, but has gotten out this week. And that's legit too, in the sense that they're not close on money. It's a long ways away. I hear people going like, oh, he's going to go to be at Wembley and work the AEW show. And it's like, I don't have the date. And I don't think that's contractually possible. I think his contract runs well past that date. And I have seen a lot of people on Twitter too saying, oh, he should show up and work the Wembley show for AEW. How? All the reports are his contract is done at the end of the year with WWE. Not August. Not August. The Drew's contract is not up till the end of the year. So people on Twitter going, oh, he's not happy with WWE. Because there's also a stupid rumor that started going around like Friday and Saturday that Drew's not happy with creative and wants out. No, that's not true. And I don't know where that report and rumor came from, but that's not true at all. So McIntyre's out with some sort of an illness or an injury or he's banged up something, some sort of what's being considered a 
health issue. And he had it before Mania, but worked through Mania so he could do the triple threat match and then goes from there. Starts the contract, like I stated, end of the year. Moving forward. Ethan, why are you sending us stuff like that? Like, I'm literally going to talk about that here in a little bit. I don't know why you would need to DM me that. Uh, moving forward, there's a new Vince McMahon book out that actually debuted on the New York bestsellers list. Just a little quick hit news note. Um, according to Post Wrestling, the new Vince McMahon biography titled Ringmaster, Vince McMahon and the Unmaking of America was added to the hardcover nonfiction list this week. It debuted, the biography itself, debuted at number 14 on the New York Times bestseller list. The biography was released last month by writer Abraham Josephine Reisman. So that's really cool. Really interesting to see that the book is now on the bestseller list. I haven't read it myself. Didn't even really know that it was out. I heard there was a book in the works, but I didn't know that this book was actually out. So that's a cool little quick news note before we head off of WWE news and talk some Japan news. New Japan and more. Over the weekend, tweet was sent out stating in three days, news will be coming. A big announcement will be coming. And this big announcement sounds like it's going to be a big three-company joint show in Japan with New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, as all subsequently dropped a teaser video for a major announcement, kind of all at the same time. Uh, the post states that the announcement will be made on April 12th at 6 p.m. JST, which would be 5 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. BST. And I think that would end up being... Wednesday. That would be this Wednesday at 5 a.m. Eastern. A big announcement is to be made, and it sounds like it's going to be a big joint show between New Japan, All Japan, and Pro Wrestling Noah. Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, we got some dates for the G1, which is very, very cool to know. G1 Climax 33 will be taking place. Well, at this weekend's New Japan Pro Wrestling Sakura Genesis event, New Japan Pro Wrestling revealed that the G1 Climax will be taking place from July until August. Excuse me. The tournament will begin on Saturday, July 15th, and Sunday, July 16th, and I'm going to butcher these names, Hokkaido, Hokkaido, and the tournament will end with the semifinals on Saturday, August 12th, at Sumo Hall in uh, Ryogoku. Meanwhile, the finals will be taking place on Sunday, August 13th, in the same building. With 19 dates announced for this year's G1, the tournament looks to return to the traditional format of 20 participants and two blocks. However, that has not yet been confirmed, and the four-block format we saw last year has been kind of thrown around as well. So this is really cool. G1 is coming back. I mean, we knew G1 was coming back. G1 comes back every single year, but now we do know that it is taking place from July 15th through August 13th. New Japan also made another announcement that actually ties in with AEW and I think is going to lead to Kenny Omega's big match at Forbidden Door. 
Uh, let's pull this graphic up on the screen because this graphic really is what we're talking about. And I don't know why it's not wanting to pull up now. Come on, Twitter. Come on, Twitter. Here we go. For some reason, Twitter did not want to load. Let's pull this up on the screen. As News Power Wrestling has put this out, stating, quote, a major announcement. 416 in Philly, Archer versus Juice. 521 in Long Beach, Tanahashi versus Osprey. 6-4 in Osaka, winners face off. Four former IWGP US champions collide for a shot at Kenny Omega's title. Now, this doesn't state that the winner will get the title shot at Forbidden Door, but look at the graphic. Look at the background. That's the Forbidden Door graphics. So basically, the winners of these two matches will face off at Dominion on June 4th, and then the winner of that will be the next challenger to Kenny Omega in the United States Championship, which I believe will be the big match for Kenny at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which is, let me double-check that date, for Bidden Door will be taking place on June 25th from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So Kenny will be on working. So basically, we know now, Kenny will work Forbidden Door against either Will Ospreay, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson or Lance Archer. If I'm a betting man, I would say Osprey, but I almost kind of want to hope that they would wait and do the Osprey match in Wembley, maybe even the main event. So maybe Tanahashi gets the Forbidden Door match. Ooh, I got it. 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 Tanahashi wins this mini tournament, challenges Kenny at, at uh, Forbidden Door for the U.S. title, and loses. Osprey then comes out, starts something with Kenny, and then there we go. Kenny, Osprey, main events all in in Wembley. That'd be badass. That's just my suggestion. But one of these four, we'll pull it back up here really fast. One of these four men will be challenging Kenny Omega, presumably at Forbidden Door, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Also, as far as New Japan, or no, AEW does go, FTR or more like Dax Harwood, spoke on why they chose to stay with AEW over potentially going to WWE. Following speculation about their contracts coming up at the end of this month, FTR won the AEW World Tag Team Championships on the May or the April 5th edition of Dynamite, confirming they ain't going nowhere because they kept their deals. With, uh, they kept their contracts with AEW. After the title change was confirmed, AEW will be staying with AEW. Speaking with Raj uh, Per, I'm going to butcher this name, Raj Prashad of Uproxx, Dax Harwood confirmed the following. Or Dax Harwood and uh, Wheeler Yuta. But Dax talked first, stating, I think that Tony gets Dax and Cash, FTR, better than Vince. I think he understands that we are average, everyday human beings that just caught on with the fans because they can relate to us because we're either family men or just regular human beings. We just enjoy physicality. We enjoy fighting. And I think that they can live their lives through us. Vince has a business track record that proves that he is obviously very intelligent to the business. But I think he thinks he knows what the revival was better than we did. That's why 
he came up with all those cartoon costumes he gave us. In contrast, Tony understands that no one knows who we are better than us, and no one can display our characters or show us our characteristics better than we can. Uh, Cash Wheeler then stated, the conversation we had with Tony, the relationship we have with Tony compared to Triple H or Vince. We got along well with both of those guys over there. Vince, to our faces anyways, was always very respectful, respected our work, and same with Hunter. But with Tony... I feel like we can have open, honest discussions with him about how we feel, where we think we need to change something or pivot. And I know that he's receptive to that. What I hear is Tony's going to give them more freedom, and so they stuck with Tony. That's what I'm hearing here as far as, what's the word I'm looking for? Why they decided to stay with All Elite Wrestling, instead of going over to WWE, who we knew had interest in them. Uh, since I says, who doesn't love drink uh, prime drinks? I love drinking them every day. Well, look what I got on my desk right now. This is my favorite flavor of the, the energy ones, the strawberry watermelon. And then the blue raspberry, I like that one too. It tastes like bubble gum, kind of. So, very cool. And the final uh, AEW story we have has to do with finally know when Nick Wayne is going to make his big AEW debut. Remember, he was signed to the company last year, but Tony Khan said that he couldn't work a match until he was 18 years old, and now we know. It has now been revealed that Nick Wayne will wrestle for All Elite Wrestling on the July 12th edition of AEW Dynamite, just days after his 18th birthday. Wayne is set to go one-on-one with longtime friend and foe, Swerve Strickland. This comes after the April 8th Defy Wrestling Independence Show, which saw Wayne defeat Strickland to become the new Defy Wrestling Champion. After the bout, Strickland challenged Wayne to a rematch for the belt, noting that Wayne's first match in AEW will be against him and with the Defy title on the line. So there we go. That's really cool to note that Nick Wayne will finally make his AEW debut on July 12th. I'm super excited for this match. Because I've seen Nick Wayne and, and Swerve before. And boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Was it good? Was that match that I saw between the two of them? It's just so good. So, 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 so good. And you should also think that July, he should be graduated from high school by then. Then he could be a Dynamite every Wednesday if he wanted to. So that's really cool. The note. A shifting news. I wanted to leave this at the end because it's. Kind of pertaining to tonight's Raw, but not really at the same time. There's a couple NXT names backstage at Raw, according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider. Don't think any of these will appear on Raw. Maybe main event, as Mike Johnson is stating, that Zoe Stark, who has uh, been kind of in the news lately as far as her name being thrown around for main roster call-ups, is at tonight's Monday Night Raw. Going guess is that she will work main event. Also, another NXT superstar set to possibly work main event that is confirmed to be backstage at tonight's Monday Night Raw is NXT's Tyler Bate. Now, I've been saying for a while, Tyler Bate needs to be on the main roster. Tyler Bate is one of the best in-ring wrestlers they have. And boy, give me Tyler Bate and Gunther on SmackDown. Give me Tyler Bate and Butch on SmackDown. Or move them all to Raw. Who knows? But regardless, it is being reported that both Tyler Bate and Zoe Stark are backstage at tonight's Monday Night Raw in Seattle. And with that, guys, that's all we got for you. That 
is going to wrap up the wrap-up. As far as tonight's Monday Night Raw does go, we were supposed to be getting Riddle versus The Miz, but that match now looks like it has been pulled. No word on why. Let's just double-check and see if it's been re-added, maybe. That match is no longer being advertised, it seems like, so let's just double-check. Yeah, WWE's advertising other things, like uh, follow-up on Brock Lesnar attacking... Um, so there's a follow-up on Brock Lesnar attacking Cody Rhodes last week, and the women's tag titles will be on the line when Becky Lynch and Lita defend against Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. But again, that Miz-Riddle match no longer being advertised for tonight's Raw, but it was at noon Eastern, or noon Pacific. It was at noon Pacific. I can confirm and guarantee that. But with that, guys, we'll be back live tonight for Monday Night Raw. So I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. With that, we'll see you back here tonight for Raw. Have a good one, guys.